0: Um, I'm, uh, uh, just tonally, I don't, I don't think it's right for the, uh, for the 40th time. I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Uh, today's episode is, uh, focused around Colin Kaepernick. Um, and the reason it's focused around Colin Kaepernick is because another, uh, in, you know, another black man was murdered by the police department. On video, George Floyd was murdered by the uh, Minneapolis Police Department, and um, this is what Kaepernick is, was was demonstrating for. This is the cause that he was trying to bring attention to um, with his with his demonstration, and um, and so. You know, I uh, I posted today. I said, "Hey, tell me some players you want me to meme." And <clears throat> somebody suggested Kaepernick, and I responded with, "You know, I was like, dude, today of all days, you want me to meme the guy that was saying Black Lives Matter?" And um, I deleted his comment and mine. It was his, his comment wasn't like blatantly offensive, and I, I he may not have realized that you know, today was maybe not a great day for cat memes, but, um, the, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that this is the exact scenario that, that Kaepernick was, was, um, had in mind when he was kneeling and, uh, you know, rather than, um, you know, I, there's a there's a there's a good meme going around where it's uh the cop kneeling on George Floyd's throat and killing him and next to it is cap kneeling and it just says in white letters above it this is why and uh rather than repost that and have this exact conversation in the comments and have this argument in disjointed fashion you know um uh you know, up and down my, my comment section with, with every person that wants to have it. Um, I forgot to just do the podcast. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm breaking down Kaepernick's career. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a 49er fan. I saw every snap of his, uh, good, bad, and ugly. Uh, you know, I, I watched the four yard game. I watched him um you know kind of get benched at halftime for Blaine Gabbard. I also saw him become you know one of the dominant playoff performers over two seasons that this league has has really ever seen um and you know I think and I mentioned this at the back end of the podcast but you know just last year and and, and I'm talking 2018 not not the 2019 season so two seasons ago the Washington Redskins started three started three different players who were Kaepernick's backups. And so if any evidence ever existed that Kaepernick was still good enough to um, play in this league, that three of his backups would get a chance to start in 2018, but he couldn't get even a tryout, if you need any more evidence that the guy's been blackballed, um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so anyways, uh, it's, um, you know, uh, again, a, 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 a tragedy, a predictable tragedy that George Floyd was murdered. Um, and, um, you know, uh, uh, not, n- nothing I'm going to say is going to bring any comfort other than, you know, we should, We should be better than this as a country and we should be better than this and we should hold our our police departments and the politicians that run them um, to a higher account and that it should be more important uh, that they actually protect and serve all of our communities, um, white, brown, black, or other um, equally. And listen, I can, you know, I've had plenty of run-ins with the cops from, you know, Traffic tickets to, um, you know, traffic tickets to drunken bullshit. Um, and I've walked away without a scratch on me every single time. And, uh, you know, and, and it's, it would never occur to, you know, me or my family or anybody else that I would be ever, ever be in any danger with any kind of run in with the cops. And yet we just saw in Central Park in New York, you know, Amy Cooper tried to, tried to get a black man murdered by the cops. She didn't like the way she didn't like that. He told her that she needed to leash her dog. And so she tried to, um, trick the cops into shooting him. Um, and, uh, she lost her job because of that. The cops that murdered George Floyd, they've lost their jobs. Um, hopefully there's criminal charges coming for all of them, the cops and Amy Cooper. Um, and beyond that, um, you know, but this is, you know, this is a football podcast. So, uh, I'm going to get back to football, but it's, this is all, um, focused on, this is Today's episode is about cap because this is exactly the thing that he has spent the last four years working on and, uh, you know, doing his know your rights camp and donating the million dollars that he donated and, and everything else. This is what he's, you know, uh, kind of devoted his life to, um, since being blackballed by the NFL and he still wants back in. And was even willing to jump through their hoops last season for their their slapdash tryout, um, up to and including, you know, um, absolving them of any future liability from a lawsuit if they continued to blackball. So, uh, anyways, um, if you're still listening, Cap Cap's a good quarterback. I'm gonna lay out exactly why and um give you some comps on current players that are in the league today that he's as good as or or better than in some respects so um anyways uh you know uh, a sad day and uh, condolences to George Floyd's family and um hopefully through some of this we can get better at at uh, dealing with shit like that. you know at least and get her better at dealing with shit like this and i don't mean like processing the emotions i mean like hopefully we have to hit a tipping point at some point where you know the we d- we decide that this shit is not this is not good it's not good enough for this country like this country is is uh uh should be um should be better than this and our police department should reflect that anyways um onto the pod onto the football stuff So if you're still listening and this is of any interest to you, great. If you already agree with me, fantastic. If you don't agree with me, but you've got an open mind to at least hear the shit that I'm going to roll out here, great. Uh, That's actually even better, but hopefully, you know, uh, at least for some of you, maybe I put to rest some of the, the bullshit and the, the, uh, propaganda that's out there that basically says, you know, the people that say that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't be in the league because he wasn't any good. And, you know, let's just, let's just kind of work through those. So I've, I've kind of written down a bunch of the, the myths and the bullshit and, um, and, you know, as a Niner fan, I watched every single one of the, his games, I watched every single one of the games after you know for when he was with Harbaugh, when he was with Tom Sula, when he was with Chip Kelly, and then I saw the team that you know the got gutted going into you know when Kyle Shanahan took over in in 2017. So you know I just want I'll go point by point and uh talk through this stuff because uh you know the 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 thing with you know Greg Floyd getting murdered is the reason that Kaepernick was was protesting or demonstrating and again not protesting the flag he's protesting this exact thing cops killing black people and you know he brought he shed a lot of light on it and there's been a and there's a, been a lot of focus on it but it's obvious it's still a problem and um you know i mean the guy the guy deserves to be in the league he's a good enough quarterback to be in the league and I'm going to walk you through, again, I'm going to walk you through some of the myths and, and some of the bullshit. Um, so the first thing that always comes up is that Colin Kaepernick, the locker room distraction, the locker room cancer. In 2016, his teammates voted him. There was, there was, a, there was a distraction in the beginning of the season. And, and it, was, it didn't quite get to the beginning of the season because... The pro his his uh, his demonstration was quiet. It wasn't look at me, look, he was just sitting on the bench. And somebody asked him, Hey, why are we sitting on the bench? And he answered. And that, you know, it was a the preseason. There's not a ton of news, right? And um, anyway, uh, uh ended up kind of going through all that, ended up you know, getting a conversation with a a, a retired, uh, you know, serviceman. I, f- I forget whether he's Army or Marines, but Nate Boyer. And Nate Boyer had actually had a tryout with the Seahawks. So, you know, Boyer was linked to the, uh, he, he was linked to football. And obviously, had spent his career in the military. And he suggested to Cap that Kaepernick kneel as it would show you know, it would it would be him with his teammates. It wouldn't be him off by himself. And he would be showing uh, respect insofar as he was, you know, it wasn't looking like, it, it wasn't going to make it look like he was aloof, you know, and, and uh, you know, pouting or sulking or anything else like that. Um, and so that's where the kneeling came from. And that, yeah, he did have to stand up in front of the team and talk about what it meant for him to be doing what he was doing. And if you go back, and I think it was Daniel Kilgore who was the center, I think it was him. But he even said, he goes, yeah, I I was pissed. And after he said what he said, I changed my mind. And to the point where by the end of the season, his teammates had voted him team MVP. And uh, so, locker room distract- distraction is out. All right. He, this would not be a locker room distraction. Never mind the fact that plenty of worse QBs with more bullshit attached to them. Actual bullshit. Not like ginned up, you know, culture war bullshit, but actual bullshit. I mean, the The NFL still gets this. NFL still gets protests over Michael Vick. Vick was supposed to play a a role in the um, uh, in the Pro Bowl, and that caused a huge uproar. Ryan Leaf got signed with three different teams. Jameis Winston coming into the league was a gigantic distraction. And then he got in trouble with, you know, the Uber driver and the sexual assault and all this other stuff. Jay Cutler was a renowned asshole and a renowned actual divisive figure in the locker room. Jeff George, if you go back to, you know, when I was 15, 16, he, again, same, same guy as Jay Cutler. Not good teammates. Those are the guys that are locker room distractions, not guys like Cap. One of the other things that comes up is they say, oh, Cap was benched for Blaine Gabbert? What a bum. And so there's there's two, there's three times this comes up. Because Gabbert, Gabbert and Cap were on the 2015 and 2016 49er teams. And the 2015 team was the first year without Harbaugh. Jim Tomsula had taken over and or had been I don't want to say taken over Jim Tomsula had been handed the team and the um uh the Niners weren't good Jim Jim Tomsula got fired uh you know renowned defensive line coach but not head coach material and then Jeep Christ was the offensive coordinator. Christ had been Capp's QB coach under Harbaugh, and they promoted him. Um, but Jeep Christ has never run a team. He'd been an offensive coordinator three different times, and none of those times did his offense even break the top 20. So these aren't, you know, glorified professional quarterback evaluators. Nobody that, you know, is is probably any better than a very good, you know, college QB coach. I mean, these, these, you know, in terms of talent or anything else. So, fine. Cap got benched. I'm using air quotes. Cap got benched eight games into that season. And Gabbard finished the season. And they both did about the same. Gabbard had a bit better of a season. In the back half of the eight games rather than the front half. But if you're going to use the cap got benched in favor of Gabbard. And when you're talking about 2015. Then you got to let me use it when cap beats him out. In 2016 once he gets healthy. Or we can just chalk it up to the fact that cap was banged up that 2015 season. To the point where he needed three offseason surgeries. I think thumb, shoulder, and like a knee cleanup or an ankle cleanup. So, because healthy players don't just run out and go get three surgeries in an offseason. So, my argument here is that, fine, he got benched. If you're healthy enough to play, you're healthy enough to play well. It didn't work out. And then he went and got his body cleaned up in the off season between 15 and 16. So then in 2016, people say Cap got beat out for the starting job by Blaine Gabbard in training camp, which didn't happen. If you go back and actually read the interviews, Chip Kelly is consistently talking about how Cap is underweight and he's not ready for football due to the offseason surgeries. And you know what? As soon as he was ready for football, Kaepernick started. So Kaepernick now has returned the favor and has beat out Blaine Gabbert for a starting spot. The third time that Cap is "quote unquote" benched in favor of Gabbert. So the first two times are midway through the 2015 season. The uh, uh, fake news version of it, where he gets beat out in training camp when Cap wasn't even really that wasn't even it was a foregone conclusion that Kaepernick wasn't going to start the season as uh, as the starter because he was he he had the offseason surgeries and uh then the third time is is after Kaepernick's 4 yard first half against the the bears which I would invite you to google the highlights from the 2016 49ers bears game because it is dumping snow or sleet or whatever the hell is going on out there Kaepernick is sacked five times in the first half. 22 minutes of game action went by without either quarterback completing a pass. Oh, and by the way, the QB in that game, Matt Barkley, he's employed right now. Or at least he was last season. And Cap started the next week. Okay, so those are the, there's the Blaine Gabbert one. You've got one which, fine, if not for getting benched, Cap probably would have finished the season and then still had the surgeries after, but he didn't play well, got benched, then had the surgeries. Fine. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay? But what I'm not going to give you is the 2016 training camp because he'd had the surgeries. It was documented. Chip Kelly was even talking about the fact that Kaepernick's not ready to play football yet. And then the... The benching mid game is such a fucking aberration. I mean, even Steve Young had been bench mid has has been bench mid game. I'm not I'm not concerned about that one. He started the next game. He threw for like 400 yards two games prior to that. It's fine. We'll get to Kaepernick's last season because that's one of the best arguments for him having a job. Um. So the going back to the he's not worth the distraction. As I said I talked about worse QBs with worse publicity and everything else. Never mind the fact that, like that people that say, oh, fans will be turned off by Kaepernick. Uh getting it, getting a shot, getting a job. Never mind the fact that. The league is actively turning off Kaepernick's supporters who think he should have a job. So, you know, it's like you're never going to please everybody. But the league is obviously kind of pointing in the direction of who they want to please. So I ran um, caps first two seasons through pro football reference. And wanted to see kind of where he stacked up with somebody. And I didn't have a specific name in mind here, but um, then it kind of I was gonna do I was gonna do this like global, like hey, where where was he about? And then I'm like, you know what? There's there's a guy, I'm looking at Cap stats, I'm like, there's a guy this reminds me of. So I'll just roll out these two players for you. I'll just give you their stats. Uh Kaepernick, 59.8. Completion percentage, and you know how much I love a 60% completion percentage. So cap 59.8, just a shade under 60. Player A, 56.3. And they played, I think it's 28 and 29 games, these two. So it's pretty even. Uh, Kaepernick, 5,011 yards passing. Player A, 5,163 yards passing. Kaepernick, 40 touchdowns. Player A, 47 touchdowns. I'm including rushing touchdowns. So, if you're, you know, if you're picking up who this is already, I wouldn't be surprised. Kaepernick, eleven interceptions. So, forty touchdowns, including rushing, eleven interceptions. Player A, forty-seven touchdowns, twenty-one interceptions. Kaepernick, a seven point nine yards per attempt. Player A, six point six yards per attempt. And then 939 rushing yards versus 1141 rushing yards, so pretty similar. Less Kaepernick has a higher completion percentage, higher yards per attempt, uh, lower touchdowns, but ha- you know by 20 percent less touchdowns, but 50 percent less interceptions. Player A is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, the guy that every every. Bill's Mafia guy runs out to defend and says, and even some non-Bills Mafia people says, Oh, got excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse drops and bad routes and blah 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 blah. But you know, some of these metrics, he's behind cap. And some of those same people are the ones going, fuck cap. He's not good enough. We're, you know, by some metrics. Better than and significantly better than. Like that's 7.9 yards per attempt. That is, that's elite stuff. You get up close to eight, that is elite. Under seven, not so elite. So there's one comp for cap. One of the other things that pops up is people say, well, you went one in 10. His last year in the league. The guy can't, the guy's not a winner. Never mind the fact that go look at his playoff stats. Just go look. For two straight years, he was the dominant offensive force in the playoffs. I'm talking about 2012 and 2013. Nobody better offensively in those playoffs than than Colin Kaepernick. <clears throat> So that team, that that 2016 49ers team that he went one and ten with, this was the year I started my NFL meme account. I was I was checked out. I had so coming out of the Harbaugh years, I was as disillusioned as I had ever been with any of my professional with any of my favorite teams, and really, it's just it's the Reds in baseball, and it's the 49ers in football. And I'll save kind of how I became a, a a Reds fan and a 49ers fan for for a different pod. But um, I th- I thought I was like the Niners have given up on winning when they got rid of Harbaugh when they couldn't make that work. I was like the Niners just don't care about winning. So why should I start caring? About- why should I continue to care about the 49ers? Now I still watched every fucking game, but it didn't like it didn't hit the same. Like it didn't you know it it slapped different. And uh, and it, and and it took the fun. It took some of the fun out of out of uh, because you go from Harbaugh to a guy like Tom Sula, and it's just a slap in the face to the fans. Then you go from Tom Sula to Chip Kelly, and I was trying to talk myself into Chip Kelly thing, but he had gotten run out of town in Philadelphia. His stuff wasn't working. Anyway, Vegas was so confident that Chip Kelly was the answer that they pegged the Niners as 20000 So if you put $100 down on the Niners preseason to win the Super Bowl, that would have paid out $20,000. Just to give you some context, Oh, and the Browns were the other team that were there for $20,000. So the two lowest, the two... Uh, Lowest odds to make the Super Bowl. Browns and the Forty to win the Super Bowl. Browns and the 49ers, both at 20,000 to one. Just to give you an idea of what that is in 2019 terms, uh, that was the same odds that the Bengals, Giants, and Raiders had in 2019 preseason. Now the Raiders had an okay season. The Bengals did not. The Giants did not. But those were the odds. Vegas had them pegged as the One of the two worst teams in the league. So let's continue to look at that team that went one and 10. Chip Kelly, after that season, never coached another game in the NFL. Curtis Modkins was the orange offensive coordinator. Uh, He has gone back to being a running backs coach. Now, granted, Chip Kelly was the guy calling the plays, but those were the two offensive guys on that team. And neither of them have had a significant role on the offensive side of the ball and by significant I mean play calling in the NFL since so you've got a one in ten team Vegas Vegas says they're going to be terrible Vegas thinks they're going to be terrible like Bengals terrible which they about were Chip Kelly never coaches in the league again Curtis Modkins hasn't called a play in the NFL since. So let's look at the roster from that 2016 team. And let's compare it to the 2017 team that Kyle Shanahan ended up putting out on the field. Only four starters year over year stayed. So the only four starters that stayed over, and three of them were the offensive line. So Staley, Daniel Kilgore, and Trent Brown were the three offensive linemen. And then Carlos Hyde was the lone skill position player, but the team that Cap rolled at, rolled into twenty sixteen with was the skill positions it was Carlos Hyde, Jeremy Curley, Quentin Patton, and Torrey Smith, and Vance McDonald. Every single one of those guys, except for Hyde, was gone. The next year. Oh, and forty percent of the offensive line. So don't fool yourself into thinking that this was still the 2012 and 2013 49ers. I mean, Anquan Bolden wasn't even there anymore. Even he had moved on. This was a trash football team. With, and listen, I'll say it with a quarterback who is probably not the guy that's going to make a ton of guys around him better. OK, Kaepernick is an average to above average quarterback. But he's not and 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 very capable of taking over games, v- not a game manager by any means, very capable of absolutely imposing his will on a team. But he's not. Uh, He's not that guy, right? He's not, you know. Uh, You do need a good team around Kaepernick. And if you put a good team around him, he will flourish. But You you do need a good team around him, especially, and also it would help to have a decent coach. As we've seen in the NFL, coaching is everything. Everything. So we've talked about the 2016 roster. We've talked about the 2017 roster. And I kind of want to, just talk for a second about how good Kaepernick was in those first couple of years. Because no, no other, so in, in his first two to three years, no other quarterback in years two and three, no other quarterback has thrown for more than 30 touchdowns and fewer than 11 interceptions in those two years combined, not in the last 20 years. In his two, second through fourth seasons, so this is first year where he takes over from Alex Smith, and the last Harbaugh year. The only guys that stack up are Wentz, Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Dak, and Kaepernick. So it was, and his out of those guys, I'll you know listen; those are those are fine names to be with, but the closest comp for him is Dak. So Kaepernick. In years two through four, four point five percent interception uh, touchdown percentage, Dak four point six touchdown percentage, Cap one point eight nine interception percentage, Dak one point nine nine interception percentage, Cap seven point five four yards per attempt, Dak seven point five one yards per attempt. Kaepernick in years two through four has more fourth quarter comebacks than Mahomes or Wentz or Dak. And more game-winning drives than Mahomes. Now, granted, Mahomes has played, what, an extra, maybe hasn't played as many. I mean, Cap, in year 2 through 4 got two and a half seasons. Yeah, two and a half seasons. And Mahomes is at two seasons. So we're we're getting close, and I think with the way that the, the Chiefs throw the ball around. You know, Mahomes has certainly has more passing attempts in two seasons than Cap had in two and a half. So your comps, so you've got really good comps there in Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. And Josh Allen is an up-and-coming quarterback in this league. And Dak is about to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league. But you're telling me with a good team around him and, with a good team around him and good coaching, that Kaepernick would be trash, um, I will not hear it. And then let's talk about the he was on the decline. And yeah, he took the league by storm and petered off. But if you take into account that He needed the offseason surgeries and then came back to the worst team in the league, or at least second worst, and then put up the best season ever by a guy who doesn't get a contract offer the year after. Cap is the only guy ever with TD percentage of 4.8% or better and an interception rate of 1.2% or less in the last year of his career. The closest comp for that, 2019-wise, would be Aaron Rodgers. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers didn't get a contract offer for next year and was willing to play. Like, he's like, hey, guys, I'll fucking play. I'll play. And imagine him not getting a contract offer. Because that's the situation. But then people say, well, he's been offered contracts. No, he hasn't. But yeah, numb nuts, the Broncos offered him a contract. I read about it. No, the Broncos didn't. What the Broncos did was, in the midst of trying to trade for Kaepernick between the 2015 and 2016 seasons, they offered him a pay cut down to about 7 or $8 million from 14. So he's making 14, which is reasonable. Drops it down to, they wanted to drop it down to $7 million. And Kaepernick went, hmm, $14 million, $7 million. $14 million to start, $7 million to start. Motherfuckers, I'm taking the $14 million. And you would have too. So, no, he has not been offered a contract. He has not been given a tryout. None of that. Oh, I take it back. He was given the tryout. And we'll get to the tryout. Oh, let's just fucking tackle the tryout right now. The tryout that just happened this last season where they were like given like four days notice that like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm doing a tryout on a Saturday midseason. When no scouts can be around and GMs are all elsewhere and everybody's got their booked all over the place. And we're going to do it here. Oh, and by the way, sign this waiver that basically says you can't sue us for any other reason ever again. And Kaepernick said, no, as well he should. He just got done suing the league and they settled. And they said, so they just had this fight. Now they're trying to set something up and it's just a little fishy or not. Maybe you don't think it's fishy. Maybe you think they're just, the league is just doing this guy a a favor, but for some reason they gave him different contract verbiage than they gave anybody else in the same situation or even a similar situation, different contract verbiage than any player gets when they show up to work out for a tryout. The only thing different about this, the only thing that the league did bend over a little backwards for was to say, Hey, let's get all the teams together in one place kind of like a combine we'll have a one player combine and if that had been done with a couple weeks notice or if that had been done on a tuesday like some teams some teams had asked for because they've got they've got their guys committed to places they've got their scouting plans pulling those guys out of there just to go scout a quarterback you know that they may or may not need doesn't make sense So even some teams were saying that, like, no, we should do this on a Tuesday when it's customary to work players out. Which brings us to the, he wants too much money. Now, the only thing I can come across that Cap, where Cap has ever said, this is how much money I want, is when the AAF, the now defunct first backup minor league Semi pro, whatever the fuck you want to call it, football league that came out this last year. Last year, yeah. And um, he said, uh, I believe he said twenty million. And people like, see, he wants he wants twenty million. The AAF's contracts are for two hundred grand. Well, if you were in an acrimonious relationship with the NFL, and you thought that the and you didn't trust the NFL, and you thought the NFL, that if you played poorly, would use that against you from keeping you out of the other league where you could make 10, 5, 10, 15, 20 million dollars, then yeah, I'd ask for 20 million dollars. If somebody wanted me, me, not Joe Flacco, to go in and work for them, and they said, and they said, listen, if this goes badly, we're gonna tell every one of your future employers for the rest of your career. And you might not ever get a job from it. But we really want you to work here. I'd be like, yeah, you're gonna have to give me like 10 years' salary. Also, why would you be such a dick? And so, oh, and then on top of that, Cap is playing behind guys that aren't pro caliber. So he already did that in 2016. And they're already holding that against him, even though he had the best season a quarterback has ever had in the last year of his career. So I don't blame him. You want me to go play with a bunch of scrubs, wearing funny ass fucking uniforms in basically a minor league? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'll be the biggest publicity draw your league has ever could ever dream of. Absolutely, what what they would have gotten in publicity for signing Cap would have been would have dwarfed what they would have paid him. They would have gotten an absolute deal. On they would have had reporters at the fucking game. They would have had scouts at the game. Everybody would have been there. Everybody. This isn't just some hokey like. San Antonio Marauders, or whatever the fuck their names were, versus like San Diego Fleet. No, this would have been an event. Kaepernick's first game. That alone in TV ratings, that alone in interest, that alone in clicks, that alone in, again, publicity, well worth the $20 million price tag. But let's get back to the NFL because it's not out there. Not a single team has said, no, we can't sign him. He's, he wants too much. They won't even bring him in. They won't even have the conversation with him. So, uh, anyway, this this gave me an opportunity to talk cap. Um, I got one last thing because the next thing is is, the next thing that people say is they're going to say, well, he hasn't thrown a pass in four years. All right, well, here are the players with jobs in 2019 that have thrown less passes since 2016. And I'm not just counting fucking rookies from 2018. I'm saying you had to have been at least in the league in 2016 and still in the league in 2019, and you're still having thrown less than Caps' 196 completions. So here are those names. Matt Moore. He's on Kansas City. Teddy Bridgewater. He just got about $20 million a year, didn't he? Mike Glennon, Oakland, RG3, Baltimore, Chase Daniels, Chicago. Then you've got Colt McCoy, Matt Barkley, Geno Smith, A.J. McCarron, Sean Mannion. Who the fuck Sean Mannion is? Shout out Sean Mannion's like, shout out Sean Mannion. I mean, he he might be doing what I'm doing in six months. And I'll leave you with one last thing. In 2018, not this, not last season, the season before, the Washington Redskins played, didn't just roster, but played three different quarterbacks who all backed up Kaepernick. Alex Smith backed up Kaepernick. Josh Johnson backed up Kaepernick. Sometimes Josh Johnson didn't even make it out of camp with the Niners, but he was was Harbaugh's quarterback at... Uh USD, University of San Diego. And so he was in camp and couldn't couldn't beat out cap then. And Colt McCoy, who people don't realize was a 49er backup quarterback. So the one team alone was evidence that Kaepernick was good enough to play football because they played three different guys that it all backed him up. Anyway, that's it. Um, Black Lives Matter, folks. And uh, Kaepernick's been blackballed for saying it. And it's a shame. I think it says more about us than it does about Kaepernick. Um, And uh, um, hopefully this shit stops. And by shit, I mean cops killing black people unnecessarily. No other country has this problem. So um, anyway, thanks for listening. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together for the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support, because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, Clickranger.com or just stop by.